Hey, it's Ron McLean. Welcome to Hockey Talk on the Rock. With Laura and Keith. It's interesting. So let's back up a second. He played absolutely out of his mind. It now. made no sense to me. And now, here are your hosts. All right, here we go. We are back doing Hockey Talk on the Rock, episode number 87. It is Wednesday, August 17th. That's our, I'm Keith. We're doing a little Zoom episode here. And we have <laughs> unusually nothing to Canucks talk about. I'm pretty sure I've got nothing. What do you got? Nothing. No. Okay. So this episode, we're just going to do some good old fashioned hockey talk. Um, we're both going to talk about our comeback player of the year and breakout player of the year from last season. Yeah. And we put forward 10 hot takes. <laughs> some some might even be considered spicy yeah. for uh, the upcoming season. Um, so, go ahead. Are we going to do our, like, opinions on the other person's hot takes? Like, whether or not you agree if it could be possible? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like, we'll go through one person's hot takes and the other can, after each one can agree or disagree. Cool. Okay. You want What do you want to do? Hot takes first or the player of the year categories? Well, let's do the player of the year categories first and then end with the the, the hot takes and on sure. the spice. Okay, I'll go first on the comeback player of the year. Sure. Um, there's been a theme to mine, I guess, and I didn't put a whole ton of thought of into it, but yeah. um, I had a couple of honorable mentions from the Predators. I thought Matt Shane and yeah. Brian Johansson were my runners up without doing a ton of homework here. Sure. But uh, based on the big contract he signed three years ago, 14 goals, 23 points, two seasons ago, and seven or three seasons ago, I guess now, and then seven goals, 14 points in 2021, Jeff Skinner bounced back on the Buffalo Sabres this past season with 33 goals and 63 points. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know many people in the hockey world that would have predicted that or saw that coming the way the first two seasons of Buffalo went especially with the team they had yeah so that was my choice for the comeback player of the year yeah so mine's pretty similar I had Jeff Skinner and Steven Stamkos actually as runners up and I mean Stamkos was mainly because he's had so many injury problems like the last few seasons and then he had such a good season this year I felt like giving him a bit of a uh nod but I gave it to Duchesne yeah. I thought Coming off of the the thirteen points, six goals, and thirty four games last year, jumping up to eighty six points, forty three, forty three goals. I wrote, was it really forty three or was it thirty three? Anyway, I just thought he he had an incredible bounce back season, and I completely wrote him off. So, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with it. Like you know, he was an honorable mention for me, and they both they had mirror like comebacks, if you will. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. So, yeah. So, good. We're on the same page, more or less, there. Yeah. Uh, comeback player of the year last season. And then you want to go first on the breakout player of the year? Sure. So, my two runners up, one of them, I feel like I flip flop, flip flop between one of them, between giving them the breakout player of the year <laughs> because our awards matter so much. But I'll stick to what I have written down. So, the first one I have is Shesterkin for a runner up um, because this really was his. His shining season. I mean, I feel like he had a pretty good rookie season, but this year was insane. And then I actually have Kadri as the other breakout player uh, for an honorable mention because 
compared to like what he's previously put up. His previous career high was 77 points, and this year he put up 87, but not in 82 games. So anyway, I had him, but I gave it actually to um, to Robert Thomas, who put up 77 points, and his previous high was 42. Nice. So I don't know. Thomas or Shesterkin, I feel like those two are pretty, pretty good picks. Totally, totally good picks. And uh, we're on the same wavelength here pretty much. Um, I, I almost had a Shesterkin as one of my honorable mentions, but I ended up similar to the comeback player of the year. My two honorable mentions were on the same team. Okay. I had Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo. Yeah, um, I thought I, about Cairo too. Yeah, I feel like they both had pretty big years for St. Louis. And uh, but ultimately... Like I said, there's a bit of a theme. I gave it to another Buffalo player, and I <laughs> yeah. gave it to Tage Thompson. Uh, I actually forgot about Tage Thompson, and then when you said Skinner and the other one, I was like, oh, I should have thought about that. Anyway. Well, yeah, you know, out of nowhere, kind of, right? All of a sudden, he had yeah. a 38-goal, 68-point season, and he was yeah. kind of like the big piece of the O'Reilly trade that they got ripped on for years for losing Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. His career high before was eight goals, 14 points, right? Yeah. So, no, uh, I, I'm convinced. I, I think you're you're right on that one. Uh, yeah, I it, yeah. It came from nowhere. And again, like the Skinner thing, I don't think many people fantasy picked Thompson last year, and he had an amazing year. So, yeah, I agree. Went with the Canucks cousins, the long-standing drought cousins. Yeah, uh, for sure. To support yeah. Of those. So those were my picks, and then hot takes. You want to cool. start, or you want me to start? Oh, you can start. Okay, so I did, like I said, I did these on my lunch break today, and they were really off the top of my head, so... Oh, yeah, it's all good. I'm sure... I think we're going to be similar on that. <laughs> okay, so they're pretty quickly done, and some of them are spicy. Some of them are probably just, like, regular takes, but whatever. We'll call them my hot takes. Sure. And I, I threw in... I made sure to throw in one semi-Canuck one and one definite Canuck one just to... Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I got <laughs> We're on the same same wavelength. Good, good. Okay, so my first one you'll get a kick out of. Jake Bertanen will get a PTO at training camp. Oh wow! I, I don't know what team. I didn't. I didn't feel confident enough to say what team. I kind of almost put Boston, but I, I did put Jake Bertanen gets a PTO. You know, I feel like I feel like I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah, stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened, and I think a team that is not a big market team could sign him to a PTO and it would be not seen as like a big deal. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so you agree with that one. That's cool. I'll agree. Yeah. Um, so the first one had to be kind of two points, two parts because it wouldn't have been spicy <laughs> or would have even really been a hot take if I just did one half or the other half. So I said, Matthew Tuchuk finishes with more points than Jonathan Huberdo, but Calgary finishes <laughs> with more points than Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. And it's funny because I literally almost, I didn't do this one, but I almost did something like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was kind of the biggest trade of the offseason. Yeah. I inclined to have to. Yeah. Uh, you won't like the next one. Okay. Um, Number three, Matt Murray has a better year statistically than Jack Campbell. Okay, I feel like I'm going to – well, okay. <laughs> I'm going to disagree, but my one of my hot takes was going to be literally that Campbell got injured, <laughs> and then I didn't do it. But I think my suspicion is that Campbell is going to be injured. 
okay. season at some point. So I think um, Matt Murray's going to play more games than Campbell, but I think Campbell will have better statistics because he's going to play fewer games. So I'm going to disagree, but it's like not necessarily that uh, that Matt Murray's going to not be good for Toronto. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, this, that was one of my spicy takes. Okay, yeah. Um, number four, Calgary and Montreal come together again on a trade that sees Sean Monahan going to Montreal and Calgary acquiring Mike Hoffman to try and supplement some lost goal scoring from Kishkak leaving. Not saying it's a one-for-one one trade. I'm just saying those players will be involved in a deal. I mean, I could see that too, but I feel like, okay, yeah, I'll agree with it. I guess <laughs> you never know. It's pretty far-fetched, I think. But yeah. Never. Um, number five, not so spicy, but I did it. Uh, Philadelphia is right in the mix with Chicago and Arizona for the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. Sure, yeah. <laughs> bring, on, bring on the pain. Um, Ottawa starts strong, pays a high price to acquire Chicharron, but then still misses the playoffs. Um, sure. I feel like now I'm agreeing with literally all of them, but yeah, I can see it. <laughs> That's what I said. They're not like super hot takes. Yeah. Number seven. My boy, Claude Giroux, has more points this season than Philadelphia's highest scoring player this season. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Number eight, Alex Ovechkin reclaims the Rocket Richard Trophy. Okay, I'm going to disagree because I have a spicy – well, it's not that spicy take, but I have a take on that one, so I'll disagree. Okay. Um, number nine, the New York Rangers fail to make the playoffs. I'm going to disagree too, but I could see it, but – and then my 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 Canucks one, and it's a repeat from last year. Yeah. Thatcher Demko is a finalist. Yeah, I can agree with that one too. <laughs> it's funny because like I was trying really hard to not repeat ones that I had from last season, but there's a few that I feel like I kind of just did cop out versions of kind of the same thing, which I'll get to. You'll you'll okay. hear. It. Yep. All right. So. My first one is that there are going to be five 50 goal scorers in the NHL this season, where there was four this year, which was pretty high. So there's going to be one more this year. Okay. Uh, <laughs> not putting names to it, just saying five. Not putting names. I'm just saying there's going to be five. Okay. Sure. I'll, I'll agree with you. Okay. And then this one is one of my spicier ones, I feel like. But maybe not. So both the Caps and the Penguins are going to miss the playoffs this year. Okay. I feel like we've done that one before. One I, I've done one of the two, but not both. Okay. So this is one of those ones where I'm like, and I feel like if you look at that division, you kind of have to think though that like one of the Islanders, like Columbus or New Jersey is going to make it in order for this hot take to be true. Yeah. So I feel like it is kind of spicy because. I'm going to disagree with that one. Yep. Sounds good. Okay. My next one, which again is kind of a variation of previous <laughs> ones I've done and you've done. So one of the Canucks, not saying who, is going to win a major player award this year. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. hopefully it's Thatcher Demko. Because <laughs> I feel like the only other possibility might be Quinn Hughes, but he would have to have a really insane year. But anyway, this one too, a little bit spicy. Both of the Kachuk brothers are going to finish top 10 in scoring. Oh, so yeah. Matthew yeah. did this year, but Brady did not. So, 
Anyway. Yeah, I'll agree with those past two for sure. Yeah, and I almost did um, like that Matthew was going to score more points than Huberdeau, but the Flames were going to go further in the playoffs. Like that okay. was almost what I was going to do for it, and then I just did that. Okay, Matthew Beneers is going to win the Calder. And the reason why I think this could happen is because Seattle doesn't really have anyone and someone needs to score points and he's going to get a ton of minutes. So I just and feel like, yeah. In the little showcase he had last year, he looked pretty good. So I can see it. Yeah, I don't think that one's that spicy. And I don't think this next one is that spicy either. But I have that Austin Matthews is going to score 70 goals. Whoa. Okay, I'm not going to agree with that one. Well, considering the fact that he scored 60 in, like, what, 70 games this year? Yeah, no, I like, know. It's I possible, it but... It's possible. Not yeah, right. yeah <laughs> I can understand. It's a big it's a big number. Anyway, okay, I'm saving that one for last because you're going to laugh at it. Um, <laughs> Kirill Kaprizov is going to be a finalist for the heart. I feel like that one is kind of not that spicy, but... I can see it. Like, I thought he was probably close last year. Yeah. And then this one, too, is not that spicy at all, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so Connor McDavid, or McJesus himself, is going to win his third straight Art Ross, and he's going to do it putting up 150-plus points. Oh, I think I did that one last year. I know. Not, not the yeah. trophies, but the 150, I think I did. Yeah. So. Uh, I'll disagree just because I was wrong this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, 150 is a big number, but if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be him, so. And then my last two are Canuck related. So the first one is Pod Colson is going to score 25 plus goals. And I feel like that is a pretty big hot take. Yeah. But, um, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'm leaning towards like 20. I would have agreed. 25. Yeah. I'm going to disagree just for the fun of it. Okay. No, it sounds good. That one was one of the hotter ones. And then this one is more for a meme for Canucks Twitter and for everyone who's <laughs> been following the situation with the Canucks. Okay, so the Canucks are going to have Miller on their roster at the trade deadline, and they're going to be in a playoff spot, but he will remain unsigned, and they're going to have to make the decision. Okay. I was going to do a Miller or something or other. I almost did. <laughs> Miller signs for less years and less money than everyone's been talking about. That was going to be one I was thinking about doing. Yeah. Um, okay. Sure. Yeah. I'll, agree. I'll agree with that. Again, I feel like that's not very spicy because it's a very realistic possibility, but yeah. it's kind of worst case for the well, not worst case because they would be in the playoffs, but and like in both of our own defense, I think we only got like three or four hot takes each right last year, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> back a little bit to try and bring up our win percentage this year it makes a little bit of sense, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I got, that's what you got. Yeah. So time will tell. And then I think maybe next week we should get together and do a, a standings prediction type episode. Yeah, that sounds good. And maybe there'll be some exactly. more news by then. Who knows? And yeah. we'll have the World Juniors to chat about. Yeah. We what do fun stuff? What's that, sorry? All that fun stuff. Yeah. World Juniors, standings. We proved last year we're super good at predicting standings. So <laughs> why not take a swing at that one again? Exactly. Sounds good. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up at a quick little episode here uh, in the dog days of summer. So thanks for listening. This was Hockey Talk on the Rock, episode number 87. Woo!